0: Happy Valentine's Day week, everyone. And this week, we're going to talk about how to encourage the heart and the importance of doing so with your team and in your organization. So in the practice of encourage the heart, there are really two commitments that leaders should really try to espouse first is the importance of individual recognition, and then the second is all about community recognition. So with respect to individual recognition, uh, there are really two key areas here. One is kind of a mixed bag where we expect the best, and then we provide feedback as leaders. So expecting the best is about showing them that you believe in them. It's about setting the tone on expectation, setting out or charting out the course for the team or with the team. And then really trusting them to get it done. Having faith in their ability to do fantastic work. Walt Disney was fantastic at this. If you watch any videos from, you know, archival videos of Walt and how he led, One of the things that was made crystal clear was how he treated his Imagineers. Now, Walt was not an easy man to work for, particularly because his expectation levels were extremely high. However, what I gather from the various interviews I've heard and the various shows that talk about Walt's leadership style, one of the things he was really good at was enabling the Imagineers. And he would do that by believing in them. He would say, this is what I want to do. And I know you can do this. I know you're going to find a solution to this problem. And he was, you know, always expecting the best. And because of that, he always got the best out of his Imagineers. So I'm going to quote from the book here where Cousins and Posner say, believing in others is an extraordinarily powerful force in propelling performance. There's a direct correlation between people feeling valued and being recognized for their efforts and their ability to perform or outperform other organizations or other competitors that are doing the same work. So it's really important that you find a way to not only expect the best but then give them feedback on how they're doing. So on that feedback note, you got to give it regularly, man. You got to it's got to be like daily. It's got to be weekly, it's got to be frequent. Feedback should not just be at the annual performance review because man, that is just such a sucky thing to do. I always hated annual reviews because one, you really never got a sense over the course of the year how well you were really doing. You'd find out at the performance review that you really sucked at something and you're like shocked by it. I cannot tell you how many people I saw coming out of a director's office crying because they just didn't expect to get what they heard in their performance review. Had they received feedback throughout the year, been encouraged when they were doing well, and maybe redirected when they weren't doing so well throughout the year, then that annual performance review doesn't become so stressful. So it's really important to um, recognize people On a routine, regular basis, like it needs to be part of your daily practice. The impact in the research is clear. The more clear your goals are, the more specific you are in terms of what the expectations are, and the more feedback you provide to your staff, the higher the levels of organizational motivation and performance are going to be. With respect to individual recognition, the second piece of this is the need to personalize the recognition or the feedback that you're providing. One of the biggest complaints that people have when they um, are being recognized in a corporate setting is that it's too predictive. You know, there's the annual award ceremonies or the, you know, the recognition at the annual general meeting that happens every year. And although it's still nice to be recognized at those events, the reality is it can feel very impersonal, too generic, and it's very predictive. Like people know it's coming and it doesn't have the same impact because it feels more like a corporate behavior to somehow check the box, right? We've done this thing, check, right? We've recognized people, check. So it doesn't have that personalized feel to it. Recognition and incentives should really be personalized to the person or to the team or to the organization that you're working in. I'll give you an example. So when I ran the National Stockpile, I managed the National Stockpile for Canada for a couple of years, and I had a fantastic group of people that worked with me there. And they had this kitchenette in the warehouse setting that we were in where we had our stockpile. Um, There was a kitchenette and it really lacked a really good coffee maker. They had a drip coffee maker in there, but it really sucked. It really didn't have great coffee. And I remember having conversation with people over breaks and during, you know, sort of what did they like and, you know, what kind of coffee, tea do they like? And some folk really liked tea. Other people were really hot chocolate people. Other people liked coffee. Some liked flavored. Some didn't. Some drank only decaf. So I kind of got a real sense of who in the team liked what. Now, this is going to seem like a silly story to you, but it has impact because here's the thing few about, I think it was over Christmas time during the Christmas time period, I decided to get them a decent coffee maker. It was a pod style coffee maker. We're not going to tell the name here because I'm not sponsored, but it was a pod style coffee maker. And what I did is I made sure that I got a basket that had every single interest of every single person within it. So there were tea pods and there was coffee and decaf and hot chocolate and there were flavored coffees so that everybody on the team would recognize themselves in the basket that they had just gotten. You know, it might not have been a one-to-one gift where I gave something specific to a specific person, but what I did do is gave them a personalized group gift so that everybody on the team recognized themselves in the gift. Another year, I think it was another Christmas time, I gave out Christmas cards and every single person got a personalized note from me. The Christmas card wasn't generic. Every Christmas card to every individual was individually written a note from me thanking them for something specific they had done for me over the course of the year. So whether it was a specific initiative, a specific exercise that they really put a lot of effort into, a specific crisis or problem that they helped me work through, if it was because of their leadership, I I thank them individually. That had more impact on them. That one thing, that card that was handwritten from me had more impact than even the coffee maker from the year before. So the point of these stories is to tell you that recognition that is personalized is super impactful and can be very powerful to build loyalty and to increase the morale and engagement of your team. I'm telling you, I had these guys, the loyalty of this team was uh, unquestionable. I knew I could depend on them for anything. And it wasn't a matter of manipulation. It was true gratitude that was coming out to them. But really, it just showed and demonstrated just how important it was to them. There's a couple other small things with respect to individualized recognition that I wanted to point out. One was be willing to be close to people, learn a language, say hello or thank you in their native tongue. If you have a hearing impaired staffer, learn to sign something so that they, they, they feel honored that you at least try to communicate to them in a way that they understand. More readily. Open up to them, communicate, show that you care, really. And the best way you can do that is simply by saying thank you every single day for something, no matter how small, because it's celebrating those small wins and small victories that really can have huge, huge, huge positive impacts. The second to last commitment within the Encourage the Heart practice is the notion of celebrating values and uh, victories. Celebrating values and victories is a way of building community and building a sense of community spirit within your organization. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing you can do is celebrate in public. When you have the next all staff, the next quarterly meeting, the next team meeting, find something that you want to recognize in that moment and be specific to the individual, to the team. So for example, you can say something like XYZ person here has really espoused the corporate value of insert value here by doing these things. And we really want to honor that and thank them for their efforts and for their performance on this project or on this initiative or what have you. Or because this person espoused this particular corporate value that we all share, we now have this fantastic contract with this great client that we didn't have before this person did this work. So recognizing very specifically to the person, to the team, to the individual is, again, really important if you want to have a a, Positive impact. Another way we can celebrate is through fun activities, right? We can, I don't know, c- come up with some plan like a mini putt competitive process where the winner gets a prime parking spot right by the vice president or something in the parking lot that is theirs. It's dedicated for them or something. Come up with some fun ways to celebrate and encourage people to participate in these corporate activities. I would encourage you also to get personally involved. I had a manager for a number of years who had a big heart and cared about people. The problem was he had a really hard time getting personally involved in celebrations. He was the leader of a very large organization, operational organization. And I felt sometimes he was reticent to, he, he would always say, I'm not really good at planning these things. This was something he would often say. And it would, he would leave it to other people like his admin assistant to plan like birthday parties or celebrations, or, you know, when somebody was leaving to move on to a, a better career or a promotion somewhere, we would have these luncheons and he wouldn't plan them. He would have his EA do it. I'm not suggesting that directors have the time to plan social events, but be personally involved in some way so that the folks that are being recognized know that it's coming from you and not just some corporate activity or some checkbox that you're trying to check, right? And also be there show show you care for your staff, like be there for them, you know, when they're struggling with a project, or they're coming across a big wall in their work, be willing to coach and mentor them and be there for them and hear them out and let them air their frustrations a little bit. It's not about letting everybody in the office bitch session with you on a regular basis, but at least give them a sense that you care about what their perspectives are. And that you're there to support them as best as you can. And finally, the the last thing about this piece is making celebrations a part of your organizational life. So things like birthdays and, you know, anniversaries are easy. Find out when people's birthdays are right and put them on the calendar and then make a point of bringing in a, a birthday muffin or a birthday cookie or a birthday coffee or whatever it is that person is really into. I'm into Disney. If anybody showed up with a Disney pin or a Disney sticker, I would be happy as a, a pig in mud. So my point is, is that, you know, there are things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money that recognize and honor. You know, sometimes we would go out to a store and get a birthday cake for somebody. And then at break time or at lunchtime, we would have birthday cake together. We'd sing happy birthday and just celebrate together, just, you know, being human beings. So remember that celebrations can include things like fundraising activities or community related activities where you're helping to support an organization outside of your work uh, environment. These kinds of things can really help, again, to promote the sense of community within your organization. And finally, remember that celebrations are not always about the positive. Sometimes really crappy things happen to people, really crappy things happen to team members. And recognition of or remembrance type situations are also a big part of this because life isn't always happy, happy, joy, joy, right? Sometimes really bad things happen to people. So be willing to recognize that in those tough times. And as a leader, when you step up and do that, it means a lot to the individual affected by that issue or by the team affected. We had a member of our organization pass away of a, a massive coronary over a weekend. And I remember when we came back in the office on the Monday, everybody was shocked about it. And, um, you know, one of the things that we did in the office was we had a ceremony at that person's office, there were flowers there, and people put their cards of sympathy there that we eventually collected and gave to the family, his chair was kept empty for A very long time. But we had a little ceremony around the office and remembered who he was and what he brought to the team and his sense of humor. And it allowed us to mourn his loss and to handle the shock a little bit. And it really helped the team gel even further. So, on this Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day week, I want to ask you two things. The first is what is your biggest takeaway from today's session? If you're on YouTube, make sure to put a comment down below on what your biggest takeaway is. And if you're in a podcast, just think about it. Think about what it is from today. Did you get, huh, maybe that's something I can do. And the second thing then is, well, what is one tangible action item that you can take personally as a leader in your organization? I don't care what level you're at that you can do today to help improve morale and encourage the heart within your team or your organization. Again, if you're on YouTube, make sure to put that down below in the comments if you have an action item. I would love to see what you have planned. And if you're on the podcast, I want you to really make a point of coming up with an action item and then actually completing that action item over the coming weeks. Thanks again for being here for this week's episode of On The Level Leadership. If you're watching on YouTube, Be sure to subscribe, give it a like, it helps this channel out. And if you're listening via podcast, make sure you follow this podcast because I am here every week to talk about leadership and our coaching content to help you be the best leader that you can be. Thanks again. Until next week.